This is Angela Mitten, the ACT Counsellor. I'm a counsellor in Bendigo, Central Victoria, Australia, and I use acceptance and commitment therapy as a framework to support myself and others. I love to talk about how we can use these skills to improve our well-being. There are skills and strategies available to us that can support us and enhance our life. This podcast is a way of sharing these tips and strategies but it's not a replacement for one-to-one therapy with a counsellor. So if you are struggling with intense feelings of anxiety and stress or depression, my recommendation would be for you to seek some further support. This podcast is designed for educational purposes and for self-help. However, if ACT resonates with you, I'd strongly recommend seeking a skilled and experienced ACT therapist. Today I'll be talking about how to come back to what matters most when life is overwhelming. By the end of this episode, you'll have some tips and strategies to put into place to help you feel less overwhelmed and more in control in a world that feels out of control. Do you feel like the world's out of control? Do you sometimes wonder how to keep going? We live in a world that gives us the message that we are only supposed to have positive thoughts and feelings. And we pick up this idea that to be happy, positive and joyful is how we are meant to be all or at least most of the time. We also along the way pick up the idea that if we don't feel happy, positive and joyful all of the time, that somehow we're defective and that it's our own fault and that it's shameful. We may have tried some therapeutic approaches that involve changing or challenging our thoughts thinking positive thoughts, positive affirmations or gratitude journaling. The list goes on. Some of these things do work for some people some of the time. If they work for you, that's great. Sometimes these strategies work when things aren't too challenging. Most people will go to great lengths to avoid, disguise or deny uncomfortable feelings. I mean, why wouldn't you? After all, they're uncomfortable. So all this is going along and kind of working in a kind of way until things really heat up and that's what's happening around the world right now as we're facing a global pandemic. Many of the things that usually keep us feeling well and functioning have been disrupted. Further to this, we've been struggling for over a year and a half now. In the words of Russ Harris, who is my ACT guru, If we live a full life, we're going to feel the full range of human emotion. And I bet you're having a lot of those emotions right now. You see, having all the feelings, this is part of the human experience. And my goodness, many of us are having very strong and comfortable feelings which have been built up just as our resilience may be faltering. Lately, I've found myself wondering if I can keep going. Are you feeling that way too? Whether you live by yourself or live with others, whether you're working from home or facing the front line every day, the situation right now really sucks for a lot of people. It sucks that so many of us have lost so much. We had hopes and dreams for the year 2020 and 2021. 
For so many of us, our plans have been cancelled and then changed and then cancelled again. There's a grieving in this. And it's a disenfranchised grief around these losses. So many of us feel as though we cannot complain or talk about our losses and our grief because we know so many other people have suffered more than we've suffered. Many of us need to keep working and striving to hold everything together and we feel like we have to soldier on. Even though we may be outraged and angry, we may be feeling lonely, helpless or unsafe. And yet we keep going. For what else can we do? Things feel far from perfect right now. And none of us signed up for this. I often think when mindfulness expert John Kabat-Zinn wrote about living the full catastrophe, did he really mean living a full catastrophe like a global pandemic? Nevertheless, we've taken it all on, the remote learning, the mask making, the bread baking, the working from home or the intense work on the front line. We've knuckled down and given it everything we could. We've been holding on and being strong for others for so long, but now starting to feel, oh, so very tired. And it's little wonder if you're tired. It's little wonder that you feel exhausted and overwhelmed. If you're wondering how to keep going, I really want to say that now is the time to come back to basics. Come back to allowing yourself to be perfectly imperfect. Even as I say that, I know that for some, after all you've been through, the inner critic, that inner voice, can still be niggling at you from the inside. What if you could give yourself permission to go gently? What will it take for you to ease up on yourself? These are such difficult times. Now's the time to be gentle with yourself. So today, I'm going to encourage you to give yourself the permission to do the bare minimum. So just for now, if you're feeling frazzled and frayed, and if you feel like you've run out of fight, and if you feel like you've got nothing left, if you've been pushing yourself so hard for so long, you need to know that these are the signs of a nervous system that is in need of rest. Healing a nervous system and preventing burnout takes place through self-compassion, through rest, through feeling safe. I want you to give yourself the encouragement and support to go gently. And I know that this is so hard to do. If you're noticing that you're getting more irritated than usual, more angry than usual, if you're crying more than usual, these really are signs that you need to support your nervous system. And then notice what the inner critic has to say about that as you contemplate taking care of yourself. Does it have a comeback? Does it tell you that you're undeserving? This can be a struggle many people face, particularly if you've had childhood attachment wounds or relational trauma. You see, the inner critic developed in some way as a result of early life events. It may have worked in the past to help you get through life. It pushes you to keep striving and working and being hard on yourself. It may be that it even helped you to survive. So when your mind begins to jump in and override that desperate need for self-compassion, we can gently acknowledge that inner voice. We can even thank our mind for trying to take care of us. Notice the things that are inside of your control. 
Sometimes the irritation, anger, rage and overwhelm is about things that are outside of our control. What other people do, if they are considerate, what they say, if other people are kind, even how the pandemic is managed. Many of these things can be frustrating and difficult to let go of. If we can grow our willingness to accept these things that we cannot control, but noticing how they might point to what matters to us, that can guide us in our actions. What do I mean by this? If you are enraged by another person's lack of responsibility, well, it's pointing to the fact that being responsible is something that matters to you. It's a value of yours. If you're feeling irritated at another person's lack of contribution or consideration of others in the community, then it points to the fact that you value contribution and consideration. So what you do is flip what is irritating, enraging or frustrating in another to help you discover what truly matters to you, where your values are. Then finding ways that you can bring more of this into your life via the things that you are in control of. So what are you in control of? Well, you're in control of if you're kind to others, if you take care of your own needs, if you set boundaries with others, how you contribute to the wider community, how you take responsibility for your actions. In little ways, we can begin moving forward, moving toward what truly matters to us, moment by moment, in each hour or each day, We kindly and compassionately unhook from unhelpful thoughts and move towards what matters. I do hope this episode's been useful for you today and gives you some things to think about. Today we looked at tips and strategies to come back to the bare minimum with self-compassion and focusing on what is within your control. Behind the scenes at Chrysalis, I'm developing a free workshop that's going to be coming up in the next couple of months and some online courses. So if you'd like to connect with me, you find the link in the episode notes to join my waitlist. Until next time, take care of yourself. (music) 